Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan. I'm sitting here with Jan and Jeff. And just a reminder that um, none of us is a uh, exegetical expert. <laughs> we are by no means that means. So we are no, we are no by no means <laughs> theological uh, masterminds or anything like that. We are coming to the scriptures honestly and uh, presently, and just uh, reading them and reflecting on them. So. <laughs> don't uh, expect too much, but I do expect you guys to engage your own uh, in your own way. So um, I expect you as a listener to engage honestly with the scriptures, with your own thoughts and reflections, and I'd love to hear them. So send me an email with any thoughts you might be having, and I'd love to include them in the podcast somehow. Um, and with that, we're going to read Romans 8, verses 26 through 39. Um, who's reading this one? I am. Is Jeff. But before that, today is the 23rd, which is our son Brandon's birthday. Hey! So, happy birthday, Brandon. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. <laughs> awesome. I'm not going to sing, but happy <laughs> okay. birthday, Brandon. We love you. Happy birthday, Brandon. All right. Um, yeah, sorry. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Romans 8, 26 through 39. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those who those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified and those he justified he also glorified what then shall we say in response to this if god is for us who can be against us he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things who will bring any charge against those whom god has chosen it is god who justifies justifies who is he that condemns christ jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of god and is also interceding for us who shall separate us from the love of god from the love of christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written as it is written for your sake we face death all day long we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that it is that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Right. So is there a word or phrase that's standing out to you guys in this passage? Um, do you want me to start? Sure. 
All right. Well, this is um, one of my favorite passages, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a ton in yep. here, a ton in here. And, um, you know, I can't speak to all that predestined business. That's yep. a little bit over me. <laughs> Let but, do that. but the rest of it just, <laughs> it just shouts, shouts hope. And I yeah. all cap the letters. Hope, <laughs> you know, it's that it's just, you know, we're not alone. You know, we have the Holy Spirit right here with us. Um, he helps us in our weaknesses. He intercedes for us. He groans for us when we can't put our own prayers into words. Um, you know, that just shows so much how much God loves and cares for us, you know. Um, he's not against us. He's for us. You know, that's comforting. We're not alone in this world. There's no condemnation. I mean, it just goes, I don't want to, it just goes on and on. Um, you know, he doesn't condemn us or convict us, convict us. Well, he convicts us of sin, but he doesn't condemn us for it, you know. Um, we may not always understand you know why or um, we're going through something or you know we might experience hardships and stuff but um, to me it just says that we can always bank on the truth that God loves us no matter what we've done or what we've said and especially 38 that verse 38 mm -hmm. um, there's absolutely nothing that God can do um, that I'm sorry that we can do to separate us from God's love. You know, yeah. that's just it's just total hope for me. You yeah, know? I guess that's yeah, unconditional, yes. complete unconditional, love. Yes, no matter what. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. beautiful. You know, um, I was listening to this passage and and reflecting on the Genesis story with Leah and Rachel, mm -hmm. and just I keep coming back to. I wonder if the story is mostly about Leah, and. Um, I'm just thinking of those seven years watching somebody come and want to marry her younger sister, like cut in line in front of her because she's not as, you know, attractive. And just for seven years thinking, so like feeling like not as worthy and feeling like this is a terrible situation. I'm never going to get married and my sister gets cut in front of me. And, um, and then to see God work it out for good for her, you know, nothing can separate me from god's plan good plan for good for me you know like there's nothing that can come in between um me and god's plan for me so i don't just think of that serenity you know yeah that he's in control yeah and i can trust him absolutely yeah. god is working out something good that laban has a secret plan <laughs> to get you in somehow uh-huh that tricky laban yeah tricky laban but uh but god is also working things out mm -hmm. like laban does to um make sure that his beloved is is honored and and uh, and has good in their life so yeah that's sweet i love that unconditional love how about you jeff um for me that it struck out verse um 28 and i think it's a an often quoted verse by a lot of people um but they probably quote more the, more the first part of it than the second part we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him mm -hmm. right but then they don't continue on to the rest of it because if something not so good happens they're like this doesn't feel very good right so we know that all things god works to the good of those who love him i thought i loved him but now i got something bad happening in my life and that that doesn't seem to to go right this mm -hmm. verse really goes when things are feels like it goes when it goes well but if you read on and say according to his purpose you know you got to kind of think what what is his purpose his purpose is to make us more like him, 
-hmm. you know, so whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, it's really how do I look at each one of those situations and say, how is that making me more like Jesus? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what struck out for me. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. The fact that uh, we're not, our, our goal is not to be happy, you know, just all the time that um, the process of sanctification involves purification and it can be really hard. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about that uh, a couple days ago with you guys about, about just like what this season has been for you and there's been yeah. challenges, yeah, right? For but sure. that's uh, purifying and refining you and, and redirecting your hearts and uh, growing you. I think that's happening to a lot of us and wherever we're at in our faith journey, um, we tend to look at those rosy parts of our lives and go, man, I hope God really does something with that. And we tend not, when you ask what's God doing in your life, you rarely go, well, here's all the ways that I'm experiencing suffering and hardship and persecution and all this stuff. Um, but oftentimes that's where God is at work, turning things around and and, uh, and changing us and transforming us into his image. So. Yeah, definitely. There's that focus on God's purpose to transform us and to transform the whole world, I think. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, it was a size too deep for words. Um, the very spirit, that very spirit intercedes with size too deep for words. Um, and for some reason, I always go back to the uh, story of Exodus when uh, the Israelites have forgotten who their God is and their slaves in Egypt. And God says, I heard their cries, you know, they weren't like technically praying to God, you know, because they didn't know who their God was. They didn't have any like religious practices at that point um, that identified them as a community. Um, but God heard their cries anyways, you know, and um, he swooped in and came down to rescue them and deliver them from the hand of their oppressor. And, uh, and so I have a lot of... I guess this passage gives me some faith that the spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words that even when I don't know what to pray or, you know, how to pray or what to pray about, that um, that my sighs are enough, that the things that are bothering me are enough, that God already knows about the things that are on my heart is I guess what I'm saying, that the spirit is already interceding. And Jesus every day, scripture says, is interceding for us uh, before the Father. like. Even when I'm not praying, uh, Jesus is praying on my behalf and um, is seeking out the best for me. Um, and uh, maybe that ties into the whole working together, uh, you know, working together good for those who love him and the way that God, Jesus intercedes to God on behalf, um, even when we're not trying to. So there's just that grace that permeates this for me to remind myself like, yeah, God is gracious he is working good for me and for the world, and um, I can trust him to do what's best. So. Anything else in that passage you guys want to draw out? Just real quick, you know, our passage yesterday about Solomon and, you know, God asking him what he would like. But, um, you know, in, in verse 32 where it says, graciously gives us all things. You yeah. know, it kind of ties back to Solomon and saying, what, what can I give you? just seemed like a, a cool tie-in yeah definitely uh the generous heart of the father yeah, yeah. yes yes sweet well thanks guys um, and thank you listeners uh tomorrow we'll catch you it's gonna be friday so hope you have a good rest of your thursday go in peace 
and know that all things in your life are being um, used by God to accomplish his purposes. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.